we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. The third Monday in February, President's Day. A day when the U.S. honors George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and... Americans can save up to $1,000 on select mattresses at the Mattress Depot Land. As we remember the father of our country, our 16th president, and... Others looking for huge savings on all king and queen adjustable mattress sets. I cannot tell a lie. Treat yourself to a life-changing sleep on a Tempur-Pedic mattress. And celebrate our nation's great leaders on President's Day. By emancipating your wallet only at Mattress Depot Land. Now with 0% financing. Again, somehow President's Day became the best time of year to get yourself a mattress. I could How'd that ever get started? I don't know. I'm sure. I think we've gone over this before, but I can't remember. Fact or bullcrap, Shaw? President's Day is today. I hope you're ready for this one because uh, this could be bad for all of us. Okay. <laughs> Probably will. Could you pass the U.S. citizenship test? No. Oh, man. I've seen that. It's- I'm embarrassed to even try. A new study found that only one in four Americans yeah. could actually pass the U.S. citizenship test, which requires a 60% correct uh, you know, score to pass. So let's see if you can get three of the five sample questions correct, Shaw. Are we grading on a curve? No. <laughs> Fact or bullcrap? The president... Is in charge of the government's executive branch. Uh, well, unless this is a trick question, I would say yes. yes. Three branches are legislative, judicial, and executive. Yeah, and the president runs the executive, Congress runs the legislative, and then the courts are the judicial branch. One for one, Shaw. You got two more to get right, and then you pass, and you can stay in America. I can stay. Oh, yeah. If you get any. <laughs> lose, and you get deported. You get deported. We're getting ICE on you, buddy. Fact or bullcrap? Could you pass the U.S. Citizenship Test edition? The first ten amendments to the Constitution are called the Bill of Rights. Is that fact or bullcrap? Let's say fact. Hoo-ah! <laughs> it did not sound too Speaker cool. of the House. Wait, no, is that they not were, an answer? They were all ratified at the same time in right. 1791, Shaw. One more. You got three chances, Shaw. Okay. One more. Here's where it gets tough. A total of 24 amendments to the Constitution have been passed so far. Is that fact or bullcrap? There's a lot of them. And these are sample questions from these are so. Um, for some reason, I think that number is. 23. I'll say bullcrap. Correct answer, 27. 27. The last one was passed in 1992. It changed the law, so if Congress ups their own salary, it doesn't take effect until after the next next session. Yeah. You even know that one, Shaw. Mm -hmm. You get to stay. You've got three so far. Let's see if you can finish perfectly so you can be 100% American. Fact or bullcrap? Could you pass the U.S. citizenship test on President's Day? There are a total... Of 435 voting members in the House of Representatives. Is that fact Uh, or bullcrap? That is correct. Yeah, fact. 535 total members of Congress, 435 in the House, and 100 100 senators. senators, Two for every state, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you get all the ones based on population. Right. Fact or bullcrap, Shaw? You're going to try to finish perfect here. See how you do. The Constitution was written in 1787. Is that fact or is that bullcrap? 
what year did you say? I'm sorry. 1787? The Constitution was written in 1787. Is that fact or bullcrap? Uh, well, we think of the Declaration of Independence as the 1776. I'm going to say fact. Hoo-ah! 100%. Nice. You are so American. I'm a true-blooded American. The Declaration, 1776, by Thomas Jefferson. The Constitution was not written for another 11 right. years. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. President's Day today, and in honor of President's Day, Shaw, some surprising facts about U.S. presidents. John Adams hated the British before Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) But now there's even more reason. Top surprising facts about U.S. presidents. They have the power, Mm -hmm. though none of them have used it yet, to declare that there's no actual difference between left twigs and right twigs. Well, it's good to know they have the power. Yeah. George Washington actually did tell a lie one, Shaw. Yeah? It was, no, Martha, thy ass doth not look fat (laughs) in those bloomers. (laughs) Smart man. Surprising facts about U.S. presidents. Gerald Ford once considered declaring a national emergency to try to figure out what that smell is when you cross over into New Jersey. Yeah. Mm. We don't like What is going on here anyway? Uh, Some surprising facts about U.S. presidents. Thomas Jefferson's. Dying regret was that he lost the receipt for the Louisiana Purchase. Oh, that could have come in handy, too. Oh, there's a rebate on that, too, if I just sent it in. The B in Rutherford B. Hayes yeah. stands for Beyonce. <laughs> nice. Surprising facts. It's a historic about name, then. U.S. president. Yeah, it really is. Uh, surprising facts about U.S. presidents. A few more. One of the biggest expenses during the Clinton administration was carpet shampooing. Oof. <laughs> Oof. A lot of stains Oof. in there, Shaw. Get it? Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> President Obama was a good writer yeah, and a good printer when it came to the kick-me signs he used to discreetly put on Joe Biden's back. <laughs> Pranksters. Last but not least, Shaw, surprising facts about U.S. presidents. White House staffers still find bottles of booze hidden by Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Open up a bathroom That'd door and really there's a... really old bottle of whiskey. Well, bottle pretty good hiding place mm-hmm. if they've been there that long. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. All day yesterday, I had to tell people that it was the dog. You know, you walk in and your nose is all yeah, gang- ganked, up. Up, ganked up and chewed up and then, oh my god, what happened? Oh, that was a dog. Right. It's an accident. Things yeah. happen. We were, we were a little rough. We were roughhousing a little bit on Saturday and she did not like... Something that I did, and so uh, she let me know, and uh, my nose suffered the consequences. So I look like I ran into something. But uh, having pets, obviously, Shaw, is still a huge part of our lives. Oh, absolutely. Are you guys, uh, have you thought at all? Are you, I know that, uh, you know, those wounds are deep, obviously, but uh, I'm assuming at some point you guys might. Yeah, you know, at some point. I mean, every once in a while I'll see a picture of a rescue dog and say, oh, look at that dog, you know, yeah. but not, I'm not ready yet. I know that Sibby kind of came to you guys uh, real organically, just kind of randomly. Yeah. She it was wasn't, a rescue dog, too. Yeah. It wasn't like you guys were out looking for a dog, right? No, not at all. We are just going for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> came home with a dog. Came home with a dog. Four ways having pets improves your life. Uh, obviously, we know about reducing stress. 
Studies have shown that just petting your dog or your cat mm-hmm. uh, lowers your blood pressure and sure. relieves stress. I believe that. Yeah. I got to be honest, when I'm sitting on the couch and she's right up against me, mm-hmm. the, the big, heavy, warm weight. Cuddle time. Yeah, little cuddle time. Got my hand on her and just, you know, grabbing her ear or whatever it is. Just they help regardless it. of the emotion love you're it. having at the time. If you're love happy, it. you're more happy. If you're upset about something, they yeah. help with that. If you're sad, they help with that. The funny noises, the snoring, the farts. I mean, it's all, it's all great. Uh, pets help us raise happier, healthier children as well. I obviously don't qualify for this one, Shaw, but kids who grew up with pets in the house tend to have less anxiety, higher self-esteem, better social skills. Being around a dog when you're a baby is also good. Recent study found that kids end up with stronger immune systems and fewer allergies really? if there's a dog in the huh. house. Yeah, because they're germ factories. <laughs> so, but all, you know, the, all the licking and everything, you know, everything that's going on there, you, your body's got to build up some tolerance to that. Another way that pets help improve your life, Shaw, uh, they encourage you to be more social. Dog owners, five times more likely to know their neighbors than people who don't own dogs. Uh, outside. Go for a walk. Right. Sometimes Hi, you, how you doing? Sometimes Hi, you don't want to know your neighbors. <laughs> right, Gene? Run into them with their dogs walking. Uh, and the fourth way that have, uh, having pets helps to improve your life, Shaw, they're good for your heart. Dog owners walk a lot more than people who don't have dogs, which helps out your cardiovascular system. Well, that makes sense. Recent study also found that any type of pet can also help if you've uh, had a heart attack. Hmm. 94% of people with pets live at least one year after a serious heart attack compared to just 72% of people who don't have pets. Hmm. Good boy. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. This is apparently National Entrepreneurship Week, Shaw. Okay. Celebrating entrepreneurs. President's people. Day yesterday. Now we're entrepreneurs. Entrepreneur Week, though. The whole week. Well, the whole week is People it? who start their own businesses, Shaw. Yeah, Remember it's not easy to do. Fan underneath the umbrella, and then that uh, was already a thing. We came up with the fan underneath the porch umbrella, you know, the umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. then they were like, yeah. oh, it's already a thing. They, we we, thought we've we, we've we had, had a number of ideas that and have then they've already always exist. found out that they've already <laughs> existed. Yeah. So top questions, though, you should ask yourself before you start your own business, Shaw. Okay. Do I just think I know a lot about business because I watch a lot of Shark Tank? Right. Or do I actually know right. a lot about business? Top questions to ask yourself before you start your own business. Is the world ready for a movie theater just for cats or is it too <laughs> ahead of its time? <laughs> might, be, might be a little. Ahead Good of luck time. with that. I would say that, uh, you know, if you could figure out a way to keep it clean, uh, a movie theater where you could bring your dog. Uh, no, know? not a movie theater because I want to. I'm relax. I'm relaxing. Then. Uh, do I really hate my free time that much? <laughs> Top questions to ask yourself before starting your own business. I'm sure Boshka has probably asked himself many of these because he owns like seven thousand businesses. Uh, will it be less fun to steal office supplies when I'm the one buying them in the first place? That's true. Not the same thrill, huh? No, it's not. When I know the company's on the on the hook Ooh, for that highlighter, then it's a lot more fun. Can I transition from drinking from a flask undetected by my boss to drinking from a flask so it's undetected by my employees? Mm-hmm. Why are you drinking out of a suntan lotion bottle? <laughs> Shut up, Susan. It's a lot <laughs> you do you and I'll do me. <laughs> exactly. Questions to ask yourself before you start your own business, Shaw, is if my concept is so brilliant, how come nobody else has thought of vape pens for babies? Oh, gosh. That's what the world needs. <laughs> it's getting there, man. Am I just doing this as an excuse to hire a busty secretary? Yes. Top questions to ask yourself before you become uh, an entrepreneur, before you start your own business. Do you have to seek out cheap, undocumented labor, or does it just find you? <laughs> it's a legitimate question. It depends. Is this executive time thing allowed in the private sector? Right. <laughs> this is in the White House. Questions to ask yourself before starting your own business, Shaw. Can I get rich, or will I still have to just pay taxes? <laughs> Tax man's coming for yeah, you. Always, always. And final question to ask yourself, Shaw, before you start your own business. Shouldn't I know how to spell entrepreneur before I become <laughs> one? Good point. 
Go ahead, Shaw. E. Uh, no, I'm sorry. E. There's lots of E's and U's and, and there's R's. An there's, an there's, four, there's four E's and, and one U, so. You do it's, you. It's where the new, it's where the U comes into place. Is it before or after the E and newer? Uh, yeah. Country or it sounds French. It's Is that French. French? Yeah, it's French. Yeah. See, I nailed that. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And we end in Florida, where cops have arrested a naked and belligerent woman for allegedly attacking her fiancé after he declined to have sex with her. Police got a call of a disturbance in an apartment in Vero Beach, Florida. That's when they encountered Samantha Jewel Hernandez, sans clothes, and in an ornery mood. She denied doing anything to her fiancé. She wasn't getting the sex. But was too intoxicated to provide any more information. That boy's lucky. He could have been bobbited. Yes. The victim told police the woman wanted to engage him in sexual intercourse, which he declined. She was angry at the fact that he didn't want to have sex, and that's when she began attacking him, hitting him in the face, ripping his shirt. Cops noticed the man had some scratches. After being put in the rear of the police squad, Hernandez maliciously spit on the arm of a patrolman Mm. while yelling profanities. Oh, she had the nice barber coat on when I saw the the mugshot. It looked like she had the little uh, apron on that you get at the barber shop. Yep. The spitting led to a charge of battery on a police officer, (laughs) which is a Had to bag him and tag him, but just spitters. Na- naked. Yeah, just like John Malkovich and Con Air. Had to bag him and tag him. <laughs> Rough crew. <laughs> We're going to go watch that now. But just spitters and, you know, what else? Uh, good stuff. No so, means no, ladies. Seriously. We're not just a piece of meat. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Get out of here. We're not just here so for your amusement. So it's her living boyfriend and yeah. then he yeah, just... He's, he's trying, to, he's trying to get some sleep. I don't know if the wedding's going to go forward, but... Get off me. He's lucky, though. He could have ended up like, yeah, I just watched that, man. She if she just, had a knife handy, look out. She just went off the deep end, man. Threw it and took it with her and threw it away. And Mm-mm. I don't. I'm. You're shaking your head. I'm shaking my head. I don't I think never, that's. I, I got to be honest. I, I've never actually seen it until I started watching the. And I'm assuming they're going to get into the porn career that he went into. I've never even watched any of those. I just I had no desire. Of course to, not. I don't really care, you know, but. Now it's there's this the unicorn now there's this is documentary. magical. Now I'm going to see it. I'm guessing. I'm assuming that since they showed the severed penis in the do- documentary that I'm mm. watching, I'm assuming that we'll see some of the the porn <sighs> stuff. Shaw, is that uncomfortable? Yeah, I don't think that's even necessary. <laughs> he showed a court drawing because for his uh, trial, the first one that he went on, uh, they didn't allow any uh, cameras into the courtroom for his trial, so okay. they had to use a court reporter and a you know like sketch a artist, sketch artist, and the sketch artist, the jury. It was funny because the, the the picture they showed to the jury, it was all the women. They were all like excited, and their eyes were bugging out, and the guys were all like sitting with their legs crossed, yeah. Oh. And the cops that were responding to it, and, you know, at the beginning of the, the episode, the first episode for this Lorena and John Bobbitt documentary, all the cops are like, they show them and their feet are tapping on the floor and they're just, kind of, you can <laughs> see they don't, so they're, they're still, 26 years later, they're still not comfortable talking about it. They're just kind of, their manhood just, oh. Yep. Just laying there on the floor. No, it was out in the woods. It was like in a grassy she patch the on the side window. of the street. Yeah, she just threw that and then she threw the, 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 the ah. knife in the trash can with some ah. KFC and, yeah. Went to her nail salon and that's it. Uh, the woods out of good. Yeah, like I said, they just side of the road. Just, yeah, <laughs> and they got it. There was a guy too. They interviewed this one dude. 
and he was holding a bag of ice, and apparently it was the ice they bought at his store to use to put on his to keep it fresh, so that when they got, and he's like, he never said nothing to me about the you know, <laughs> thanks for the ice. Brian, come on, Gene, let's go, and Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Back away from the bold ideas that the, 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 the base and the grassroots care about. Sorry, man. sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to get some ranch. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. If that doesn't describe Midwesterners to a T, Shaw, then I don't know what does. Senator Kirsten, or yeah, it's Kirsten Gillibrand yeah. from New York was... Uh, Stumping, I guess, if you will, in Iowa recently for her presidential campaign, and a woman she's she's sitting on like a like a table or something in the bar, okay, the restaurant. I don't know if you saw the video. Yeah, the senator like a, is. It's like a step it, up, so there's. It like almost a looks little, like a wall a that goes railing. between the a railing that goes between the bar and the seated area of the bar. Uh, and this woman is, you know, there's a bunch of people gathered around listening to her talk, and this woman kind of puts her hands up and sneaks by, and the late, you know, Kirsten kind of looks at her almost like she yeah, what might, might want to answer a question she's going to have. She says, I'm just trying to get some ranch. <laughs> there's a Hidden Valley Ranch party in my mouth. I know, I laughed so hard last night. I'm like, but when you need some ranch and you're out hey, to eat. Lady, I don't care about your political All your politics beliefs. is fine, but just give me the ranch. Trying to get some friggin' ranch. Right. Maybe that should be Kirsten Gillibrand's new uh, campaign slogan show. Uh, Shaw, I, I, I want to give you the ranch. Pass the ranch. Yeah. I'll give you the ranch. I'll give you the ranch. Right. Bernie Sanders, by the way, has a has a slogan: "Not me, us." That's his actual slogan, Shaw. Okay. Here's some. I thought that was a TV show. Us. No, this is us. This is us. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, top suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans here on the Morning <laughs> Sickness. These are some suggestions for Bernie Got instead it. of going with "Not me, us." Bernie Sanders, uh-huh. hurry before he dies. Yeah, 77 already. Make America regular again. <laughs> <laughs> Our Geritol president. Take your Mucinex, right, Shaw? Mm-hmm. Uh, top suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans. You want woke? I'm up at 4.30 every morning. No <laughs> alarm clock. How's that for woke? <laughs> I know the feeling. Even if I win, I'll just divide my votes equally among the other candidates. <laughs> <laughs> That's very uh, socialistic of him. Suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans. I can pay down the debt with my Seinfeld residuals. <laughs> Wait, that was Larry David. Suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans. Bernie Sanders, because America needs lots of free things. <laughs> I like free things. I was just going to say, it's okay by me. Suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans. How'd that voting for Hillary thing work out for you? Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, easily yep. one of the top 200 Democrats currently running for president. Yeah, it seems like it. Well, we had two specials last year for the Republicans, right? Before they narrowed it down. We had like Couldn't a fit them all on the varsity yeah, and a junior varsity. One guy only got like one minute of talking right. time in his one special. Uh, suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans, a few more. Sanders, mm-hmm. he'll only go to war with the kids running across the White House lawn. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Out with the old, in with the older? Yeah. Is he older than Trump? He is, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Much older? Three, four years. Suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans. Bernie Sanders, the greatest thing from Vermont since... Since, yeah. honestly, I don't know anything great from Vermont, to be honest. Syrup? They make some good skiing, cheese. Skiing, I think, is about what, yeah, skiing in the bums in Burlington. Uh, last but not least, Shaw suggested Bernie Sanders campaign slogans, leave no senior behind. <laughs> worry about those old people, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Worry about them. Well, he's bringing in the box, though. Six million dollars, something like that, in campaign donations in the first 24 hours after his announcement. in my mouth. Yes. 
Just let me get to the ranch. That's all I really care about. Look, lady, I don't care that you're running for president. I'm not voting for you. I just want I got kids over ranch. there. They got, I got some, some french pizza. fries. I got to get this ranch. <laughs> and then bring me enough ranch. They always bring you the one little cup. Look, lady, I said ranch. Just bring a bottle. Why can't I get a bottle like the ketchup? Why can't I get one of those? You can't be trusted with it. Seriously. They bring you a bottle of ketchup and mustard, and then they give you one tiny-ass little cup of Good ranch. Point. Give me the whole bottle. I'll decide how much ranch I want to intake right now. You don't decide. Just give the ranch to me. In fact, give me the jug that you fill the bottles with from the kitchen. Bring that out here with the pump squeezy thing. That's what I want. I want to just literally cover everything in ranch. It was good. It was a good clip, though. It, it made its yeah. way around the internet. Oh, man. Yeah. So Iowa and Midwest show. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Do you hate your job, Gene? No. Of course not. You've been here for 20 years. You don't say the job that you hate for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you hope not in this to, day and age. You hope you don't have to. A couple of years, maybe. You know, see if things get better. Maybe it's a management issue. Maybe the manager leaves. Maybe you move into a different position. Something like that. But if you hate there's, your job... There's always issues with jobs, right. you know, but not not hate, no. It's work. It's called work for yeah, a reason. That's right. It's work. Right. It's not fun. But I don't hate, no. If, if we went to fun every day instead of work every day, then it would life would be a lot better. Different story. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they just named it wrong. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, are you going to be coming into fun today? I don't know. I, I, I was having fun here at my house with my friends. I don't really feel like I, I have as much fun when I go that, to fun. Though. Maybe that's the problem. They just named it wrong. Four things that happen to your body when you hate your job. Hate your job. Hate. This is okay. loathing. This is not just I had a bad day or a bad week or my manager. A little stressed out, yeah, deadlines, no. things. And that those things happen, obviously. But uh, four things that happen. Number one, people know about this headaches, right? Stress. Stress headaches. The extra stress can make the muscles in your head, neck, and shoulders tighten up. That can cause migraines or tension headaches. Mm-hmm. Also, that, uh, something that could happen to your body if you hate your job, it can mess with your mental health. Especially if you feel like you're not being treated fairly at work, not appreciated. If you're anxious all the time or prone to depression, then a job uh, you hate just makes you more anxious and more depressed. Same thing if you're getting harassed by Mm -hmm. somebody or bullied by somebody. Uh, Four things that happen to your body when you hate your job on the list. It uh, can mess with your sex life. Well, all the things that have to do with... Studies have shown that juggling personal stress and Mm -hmm. professional stress can lower a a woman's sexual desire. And too much stress can also lower testosterone produ- uh, production in men, which lowers your libido. And then uh, last on the list of the four things that can happen to your body when you hate your job, your appetite will change. That's not surprising when you work in radio because our we're, we're, we're not on any kind of regular feeding schedule here. It's just, uh, especially morning radio, it's... So they're eat more or when you're you stressed could eat out, less? Uh, is that either one? Not to mention the snack machine is usually filled with stuff that isn't good for you, those kind of things. When you're stressed out about something like work for long stretches of time, your adrenal glands start releasing more of the hormo- hormone cortisol, which causes feelings of hunger, so you end up eating more in general. It can also make you crave sugar, so you eat more sweets. None of those things sound good for you. No. Oh. Don't hate your job. Maybe look for something new. Maybe just change it to fun. Instead of work, I'm it's going to fun. It something different. It's what do you help. mean you're going to fun today? No, it's not going to help. Did you take the day off of work? No, I've just changed the name. Maybe you can call work the strip joint. I'm going to the strip joint. It still doesn't change what happens. It's imagery, man. You're selling smoke and mirrors here, right? Going to the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> what are the 
We're going to Disneyland. It'd be called Disneyland. I don't know. Disneyland isn't that fun for a lot of people. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Uh, we work on hands all day, every day. In less than a week, I think the whole country knows about us. So you can't. What do you think about that? <laughs> you you can't that? pay for that kind of advertisement. You just can't. I mean, this morning I put on my Facebook, I'm going to Sandusky to get a job. She does jobs. Yes. I'm here getting oh. my hands done. Oh. She do hands for a living. That's what yeah, she do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why it's a big deal. I've been wanting to go farther with my career and doing nails. So this love is going to help. Love it. All about this viral marketing stuff, Shaw. I love it. Just like that pho place in Keene, New Hampshire, the pho Keene restaurant. Mm -hmm. This lady in Sandusky, Ohio said, you know what? I have a nail salon. Mm -hmm. I do nails. That's what I do. I probably do cuticles. Mm -hmm. I probably do some sort of skin paraffin waxing thing for Mm -hmm. your hands. Mm -hmm. They come in and get their hair did. Why not come and get your hand did with a hand job at this nail salon in Sandusky, Ohio? Some of the employees and customers and of course not everybody all that happy about it um, i'm sure there's haters think of the children there's how haters. am i going to parent my children when you put words on a sign what am i going to do how am i going to tell them it's just a funny word what am i gonna do Sean? signs should not be text or graphics not be indecent or obscene in nature there's no- is the woman that we have no stance on it other than we have to take into consideration the entire feeling community of the township it's 2019. And she's, Can we grow up? The owner, by the way, is is fighting it for now. Well, yeah, she should. Can we grow up finally, Shaw? Wonder what year are we going to grow up? I think we're regressing. Actually, I think we are. I think I think people are so terrified. Well, they've got complete. You know, the township of is like you, you guy got grow up. Right. We didn't. Nobody saw the nipple. All right, nobody knew it existed until you DVR'd it. And then, like, screen capped it and put it. Think of all the work that had to go in just to show people on the internet that the nipple and existed. And this might be end up being fine because your pho place you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, they got they, it, they got approved, right? They did get approved. Yeah. yeah. So there was like a dust up, and then it went away, and yeah. then they just kept the name. Just of relax. If you don't want to go there, don't go there. You don't want to see the sign, don't drive by there. Give me a break. Grow up. She's smart, though. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Last weekend, stopped at T-Bell on the way home uh, mm-hmm. from an excursion uh, in downtown La Crosse and grabbed myself my usual. I usually get three soft-shell Supremes. Uh, they had the nacho fries on the menu again, and so I got a, a, uh, an order of those. Uh, this guy, though, a food writer for Thrillist.com, put together a complete list of all 53 menu items at Taco Bell Shaw and okay. ranked them. He did this a couple of years ago, apparently, but there were only 47 items on the menu back then. Now there's 53. Need a new list, yeah. So he had to go back and do it again, <laughs> which must have been, What do you do this over a period of a couple of days or <laughs> Hopefully I mean, longer like, not all 53 in one day, right? Mm-hmm. His top five items on the menu at Taco Bell, soft taco. Doesn't say whether or not it's supreme, mm-hmm. just his regular old soft taco. Mexican pizza at number two. Gene's favorite. That's my favorite. Shredded chicken mini quesadilla. Okay. Which sounds delicious right now. Nacho cheese, Doritos Locos, Taco Supreme. So they uh, they do include and cinnamon twists at number five, rounding out his top five items. Mm-hmm. Shall you want to know what the bottom five are? Sure. This one's I didn't even know they had these. Maybe they have them at his Taco Bell, not at our Taco Bell. Hash browns. Hash browns, really? We got hash browns at Taco. When, when when the hell did this happen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they, is this a, a thing? Well, is it breakfast with the breakfast? Thing. Okay, that must be why. Because I never get breakfast from Taco Bell. Uh, caramel apple empanada. 
sausage flatbread. There's a sausage. Mm. Again, must be a breakfast thing. Cheesy roll up and then the power menu burrito. Power menu burrito. So this is just this guy's opinion on what he likes and what he doesn't. Biggest surprise is where he ranked the nacho fries. He said they were 47th out of the 53. He said the fries are fine. They aren't the best fast food fries and certainly not the worst, but they don't have anything truly Taco Belly in about them. He said, I wish they were spicier. I wish they had been caked in Dorito crumbs. <laughs> so there you go. A definitive ranking from this guy on all 53 items on the Taco Bell menu. What that guy likes. Thrillist is pretty good. Yeah. It's that guy's opinion. But it is, you know, similar to the mm. the soundtrack thing. It's all subjective. In the eye of the beholder, if you will. Although the Mexican pizza is good. So are the soft shell Taco yeah, Supremes. Yeah. The only problem I have with the Supremes is that the sour cream usually ends up on the one end of the taco as opposed to throughout the entire... You cared the other night at... What not, was at not, that? not at that time, no, but I'm just saying, like, if I were, you know, if I were to sit there and analyze right, right, the, you know, right. if I was this guy writing the list, I'd be like, it would be better if there was some sort of, you know, equal spreading of the sour cream amongst um, the taco. Late. Well, you have to determine, you know, when you open it up, which side am I, am I going to get all the sour cream first or am I going to save it for the end like a little treat? You know what I mean? I don't know that you cared that much at that point, but you're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And a man in Texas showed up at a dog park the other day. Oh, I love this. We talked about this yesterday. It's so it's funny. So funny. He was nearly naked except for his gold speedo. Uh, he then covered himself in creamy peanut butter. And walked into the dog park. Mm-hmm. Stood there for five minutes. His dogs eagerly approached uh, for a snack, and people watched, wondering, "What am I looking at?" Well, apparently, this man, Stephen Shroud, placed last in his fantasy football league, and the penalty for losing was to either pay two hundred and fifty dollars or perform the dog park peanut butter stunt. He yeah. chose the latter. He said his strategy was to do it as fast as possible and hope not many people would see him. Too late. Presumably, he really regrets drafting Le'Veon Bell first in the fantasy football draft. Didn't play it down the entire season. Nope. Not good. That's dudes doing dude stuff. Dudes are geniuses. We do some awesome stuff. You don't hear about women doing that. No offense to your your gender, but this is something so so (laughs) evil that only men can come up with it. You know what I mean? You're new to the league. If you don't, if you come in last, here's what your options are. You can pay us or you can do this. Uh, I'm going to go with that. I would, ta- I would probably take the peanut butter over the Justin Bieber tattoo show. You remember oh, that absolutely. One? Yeah, the tattoo uh, is, per- this is permanent, a, a co- constant minutes. reminder. I mean, there'll be videos and footage of this forever for this guy to go back and revisit, but the peanut butter thing, you know, yeah, whatever. People Made can some laugh friends it into, oh, you're such a good boy. Yeah. Who don't, doesn't love the peanut butter covered guy at the dog I don't dog know park? if I want a bunch of dogs licking me all, yes. all over, though. Not I'd be just more like, worried about like getting it all off after, because the dogs aren't going to do the entire job, no, right? you're going to need a shower. Oh, hot shower. They'll take it off. Oof. Oof. It's a good boy. <laughs> don't lick me there. No, not there. No, 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 no. Wait. Back up. You know any other dude at the dog park that found out? No, He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, I've been there. Been there, yeah. Last year, they maybe put something on my butt. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fantasy, you got it easy. No. I'm just saying, like, the fantasy ah. football stuff, that's how... It's evil, man. Don't want to. That's part of the reason you don't want to do it. It's evil stuff, man, when you lose. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Dave Chappelle so far ahead of his time. You know me. I'm a huge Chappelle fan. I love yes. him. Did you yes. see the video that went viral a week ago about him helping out those handicapped people? No. no. So they got scammed. They bought uh, tickets for a show. 
um, online and they got scammed. It wasn't actual tickets. It was for, they, for his show. Yeah, like they, okay. for a show that they were going to to see Chappelle, and it was like five hundred bucks for the pair of tickets, wow. and you know, handicap accessible, the whole nine yards. Well, he apparently found out about it. They showed up to get their tickets. They were obviously found out they were scammed, but they were going with another couple, so they ended up just going out to dinner. And he found out, so he shows up at their dinner and hands them the tickets and well, you know, and like oh my pictures and autographs and the whole nine yards. Wow! So. But when he had Chappelle's show, he had this uh, episode Shaw where he talked about a contract that you would sign before you had sex with somebody just to make sure they couldn't come back and get you afterwards. As a comedy skit. Right, as a skit. And And now apparently it's it's a real thing now. It's a dating prenup, not a marriage prenup. Couples have started doing dating prenups, Shaw, to lay out what their requirements and their wants are going to be while they're dating so that they openly know what they should expect. Okay. Um, Demands for the relationship. What they want, what they don't want, um, who gets to keep the stuff if they break up, you know, what you're looking for. Like, I don't want kids. I don't want you. You lost how many couches did you Oh, man, I lost everything so many times. I had to pack up my my Buick Regal and move here with just clothes and a few little trinkets. I had to leave all my stuff in storage. Uh, Not clear if the couples are actually going to a lawyer or if they're just doing this, you know, something they print off. Hey, you agree to this? I agree to this. (laughs) Uh, one relationship expert says, quote, we expect our partners to read our minds, so it seems unromantic, but you can rely on the prenup when you're angry, emotional, or projecting baggage to guide you through those times. I don't know. It, if you do that, then I guess good for you. You know, like lay out some guidelines. Maybe that, when you move in together. I Maybe. Because. Oh, when you move in. Certainly. Oh, you got to have. Yeah. W- without being married. But there's oh. a move in situation. I, had I, to, I, I, had to, I moved in like, and a week later I moved out. Luckily, like, I didn't unpack If we anything. break up, who keeps this name, this lease in your name? Because yeah. that happens all the time where you're stuck with the lease on an apartment you can't necessarily afford because you thought there was two yeah. incomes. So I could, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, uh, as a person as is. a person who learned his le- did not learn his lesson the first 17 times he moved in with girls, you know, don't do it ever. Just wait. Well, <laughs> uh, they always take half your, they always take the good stuff too, man. They left them like one terrible washcloth and Oh, yeah, brush. Of course they're going to take the good stuff. Yeah. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Metallica on 95.7 The Rock, and they make the list, not surprisingly, Shaw. What list? Of the 15 greatest album openers in metal history. So these are songs that open up an album. Okay. Um, and uh, Metallica's Battery from their Master of Puppets CD back in 1986 was number eight on this list. This list is uh, done by Loudwire.com, and I really can't see anything wrong with it. Okay, pretty good list. Loudwire's um, Goes to Perdition by Opef on, uh, at number 15 from their 2005 album Ghost Reveries. Uh, Pull Me Under, Dream Theater, 1992, their classic, Dreams and mm. Words. Love that song. I don't know if I'd consider it metal. It's prog rock. I don't, you know, Dream Theater, Dream widely Theater. associated with prog rock. Yeah. Great song. It's like eight and a half minutes. It's, it's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd put it in the metal category. Uh, Prison Song by System of a Down at number 13 from their 2001 album, Toxicity, Blind by Corn. Should be higher, in my opinion. Number 12. Uh, on the list of the 15 greatest album openers in metal history. That is from their self-titled debut back in 1994. Oblivion by Mastodon from 2009's Crack the Sky makes number 11. Mark of the Moon by Ozzy. Here we go. I was waiting for you. Oh, you know you got to have Ozzy on here. I was waiting. He he shows up more than once, by the way. Ozzy's uh, 1983 album, Mark of the Moon, the title track, leading off that CD, and uh, that makes number 10 on the list of the 15 greatest album openers in metal history, according to Loudwire.com. Stand Up and Shout, Dio. Classic. He made Devil Horns. Mm-hmm. He's the reason why we have that. Holy Diver, 1983 album. Mm-hmm. That led it off. And 
Battery again at number eight. Painkiller by Judas Priest from their uh, Painkiller CD in 1990. You'd think they'd go a little more old school. I was going to say. Uh, again, these are the 15 greatest album openers in metal history, according to Loudwire.com. Number six, Motorhead. Who would win in a fight, Shaw? Let me or God? <laughs> Trick question. Trick question. Let me is God. Motorhead's Ace of Spades from their 19 album, 1980 album, Ace of yep. Spades, at number six. This song, I love this song. It is one of the fastest and most, and to see him play it now, I'm just like, dude, you're old. How do you do this? Holy Wars by Megadeth. I mean, it's just speed metal at, at its finest. 1990s Rust in Peace at number five there with Megadeth. Um, of course, you can't talk metal history without talking about Slayer. They're perhaps one of the most well-known we and, and most popular. Number four on the list of the 15 greatest album openers in metal history is Angel of Death from Slayer's 1986 Reign in Blood. Uh, Iron Maiden, Ace is High at number three. 1984 Power Slave album. That's uh, number three on the list of the 15 greatest album openers. Top two. Any guesses? Oh, man. Who haven't we mentioned in metal history? I mean, there's a lot, obviously. Uh, but there's a lot. I don't know if I can... Slip Haven't heard from Motley Crue or? Oh, no, not metal. They're hair. Sorry. They're, yeah, they're Brock. I mean, I mean rock. I, we're talking good metal. Guess, metal. Though, no, good, good shot. You shot your shot. Shoot or shoot, you know, then you missed. But uh, <laughs> Pantera, number two. Oh, Jesus. Cowboys from Hell. Of course. 1990s Cowboys from Hell, the title track, makes it at number two on the list of the 15 greatest album openers in metal history, according to Loudwire.com. And uh, Typo Negative did a great cover of this back in the day. Uh, however, you can't undo the original. Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath from their uh-huh. 1977. It's Black Sabbath three times there. Right. It's, it's, it's cubed. Black Sabbath cubed. Yep. Uh, you've got the title track from their debut CD back in 1970 uh, as number one metal album uh, opener in metal history. So. I was seriously concerned a couple weeks ago when Ozzy was in intensive care. Oh, dude, it's a, I mean, I was like... He's like on bed rest six yeah, weeks. Six he weeks, canceled yeah. the rest of it. They're well, saying not till May. canceled the tour and that he was not feeling right. well, but then he went to the hospital, then he Got went out. to ICU, and I'm like, this can't be... Right, 2019 can't start off. Like right, this. This well, it looks like be. his uh, first show after he gets well will be in in America. And I think it's Oklahoma City in May. Um, but uh, yeah, not not. I good was for like, the fingers Oscars. crossed, Shaw, because mm-hmm. that's not that's not something I want to talk. Although about. by all rights, he shouldn't be alive today anyway. Yeah, but, but I don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> right. And it's February, and we're buried in snow, and I can't <laughs> yeah. have Ozzy and I see you. Need some kind okay? of shining light at the end. I got you. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.